From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. So what we're going to do this time is visit the boundaries that we put in place eight years ago and determine how they need to be changed. Community meetings designed to get public feedback on Cayman's electoral boundaries have kicked off this week. Speaking to a crowd at the Georgetown Public Library Tuesday night, Commission Chairperson Dr. Lisa Hansley said the boundary review is constitutionally obligated. And the reason? Population change. Cayman Islands has been growing enormously. You've had a population explosion of about 30%. A lot of this has been non-Kamanian, which is not counted when we draw the boundaries. We're only looking at Kamanians when we're drawing electoral boundaries and deciding if they're equal in population or not. Since the last election, the Caymanian population has spiked by nearly 23 percent, but that has not been even across the six traditionally districts. For example, Bottentown has seen a more than 30 percent growth, and the sister islands have seen a 10 percent drop in population. This impacts the populations of the constituencies that we are in charge of redrawing. The EBC is holding district meetings through May 24th to give voters a chance to weigh in. For a full list of upcoming events, head to elections.ky or visit community events tab at radiokman.gov.ky. Police are investigating a report of shots fired near Bikers Road West Base Sunday night. It was reported that a gunshot appeared to have been fired from a vehicle traveling in the area. Officers attended the location, conducted inquiries and a search of the area during which a single spent casing was recovered. The matter is currently under investigation by West Bay CID. Anyone with any information or may have witnessed the incident or any suspicious activity in the area on Sunday night is asked to contact 949-3999. Anonymous tips can be provided directly to the RCIPS confidential tip line at 949-7777 or via the rcips.ky website. Meanwhile, police make two drug arrests in Cayman Brack. This report now from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. On the morning of May 10th, officers on Cayman Brack got word that a man appeared to be selling drugs at Watering Place Park. The man was also wanted on an outstanding warrant. Officers attended the location and found the man in possession of items which contained suspected cocaine and ganja. The man, a 46-year-old of Cayman Brack, was arrested on suspicion of possession of cocaine and ganja in addition to the outstanding warrant. He was subsequently transported to Grand Cayman to attend court in relation to the warrant. The drug matter remains under investigation. Shortly before 10.30 p.m. on Saturday, May 13th, officers on Cayman Brack attended an event outside a bar on Watering Place Road as part of their patrols. While there, they observed a man who appeared to be consuming illegal drugs. Officers approached the man and observed him to be in possession of what appeared to be cocaine and a drug utensil. Officers informed the man, a 42-year-old of Cayman Brack, that he was under arrest on suspicion of possession and consumption of cocaine and possession of a drug utensil. However, the man resisted arrest and attempted to escape from the officers. He was then detained by officers and further arrested for resisting arrest. He has been granted bail as investigations continue. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Area Commander for the Sister Islands, Inspector Malcolm Kay, says the public's concerns about illegal drug use in Cayman Brack are taken seriously, adding these arrests are part of ongoing drug enforcement strategy as they work together with their partners, as they work together with partners to reduce the prevalence and impact of drugs in our community. A Kim and Brack preschool boosts its school inspection rating up to good. Details from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. 
Back in March 2020, Cayman Brac Daycare Center netted a satisfactory rating. But during this year's inspection, the team of the Office of Education Standards found the quality of education had risen to good. The facility is the only government daycare run by the Cayman Islands government, and it removed the requirement to pay fees in 2019, ensuring the early childhood services are accessible to everyone in the community. With the introduction of a pre-kindergarten class at the neighboring primary school back in September 2019, the daycare now caters to infants and children between the ages of six months and three years. The OES inspection report says there are a number of strengths supported by positive outcomes for children. Achievement in most aspects of exploration, respect, and well-being are judged as good. Play opportunities supporting children's curiosity and creativity is also good. Children's achievement and aspects of communication remained at satisfactory. Teaching, learning, assessment, and curriculum have now been judged as good. The report says since the previous inspection, staff had improved assessment practices and assessment information now provided a, quote, rich and coherent picture of each child's learning and development. The curriculum was judged as good because it was broad and balanced, as were health and safety and support and guidance. Children's health and well-being were effectively promoted throughout the center, and all kids were cared for by, quote, kind and caring staff, supporting positive outcomes. Leadership links with parents and community and staffing in the learning environment were also judged as good. Leadership, quote, demonstrated a clear focus upon improving standards. The daycare center in the BRAC's partnership with parents, external providers, and groups and agencies in the community successfully supported and enhanced the quality of children's learning and development. Reporting for Radio K-Man News, I'm Carson Lee Fuller. The Carney Gomez Doppler radar is back up and running following successful repairs by the Cayman Islands National Weather Service. Radar service went down in March following a hardware failure. The Weather Service purchased the necessary part from the radar manufacturer in Germany and installed it following its arrival on the island last week. NWS Director General John Tibbetts thanked the public for their patience while the radar was down. We thank the Cayman Islands community for your patience while we worked to resolve this issue. We are pleased to have the weather radio service back up and running again. For more updates, log on to weather.gov.ky. In other local news, 98 volunteers in the community stepped up for shelter management training. Hazard Management Cayman Islands Operations Response and Recovery Officer Adan Powell-Jeffries leads on shelter logistics and training. Considering that nearly 100 new volunteers completed the training and are willing to offer their services in the shelters is inspiring and assuring. This means that the Cayman Islands should be covered for most short and medium-term shelter activations for any event. The volunteers included a mixture of civic-minded residents in the community, volunteers from the Adventist Development and Relief Agency, and the Red Cross. HMCI Director Danny Coleman thanked all those who came out for the training, willingly giving their time to help the community during the most difficult and stressful times. It really is an amazing contribution our volunteers make, and we are so incredibly fortunate to have so many people in the Cayman Islands who give back to their fellow man and woman, and we really sincerely value their respect and their commitment. HMCI will issue the updated 2023 emergency shelter list on its website. That is kmanprepared.gov.ky. The Department of Lands and Survey announces the temporary waiver of the $50 application fee to rectify land registers for a total of 90 calendar days. More from Radio Cayman's April Cummings. The waiver period came into effect on the 2nd of May and will end on July 30th. During this period, people are invited to update their land register information free of cost. Director of Lands and Survey, Uteobi. We understand that the details on the land register may be outdated due to a variety of reasons, including people moving, use of a new mailing address, 
change of name by way of marriage, deed pool, or otherwise. This waiver of fees for rectification is a great opportunity to ensure that your land register is up-to-date and accurate, which is extremely important as it can lead to savings in time and money. We are thankful and happy that the Cabinet approved this gesture to our customers in celebration of our 50th anniversary. Mr. Obi explains having your correct name and accurate address on the land register is crucial for property owners. It can help to improve communication, provide legal protection, make property transactions easier, avoid delays, and protect against fraud. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. And for more information, you can email registry.info at gov.ky or call 244-3420. Or you can also check out their website. That is caymanlandinfo.ky. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego.